0: your on the mark podcast is loading now the on the mark podcast is sponsored by the sunbury motor company family-owned dealership since 1915 fourth street in sunbury and sunbury motors kia on routes 11 and 15 hummel's wharf News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I hope everybody had a good weekend. Joe, did you have an okay weekend? (laughs) You still didn't catch tiring. up on your sleep. <laughs> right. what do you, you get up at 4.30. Do you think that might have something to do with it? No, it's 3.30, and oh. it could well. <laughs> <laughs> what time do you go to bed? Seven. Oh, you, well, okay. Well, that's fine. You're get you you're okay then on uh, sleep-wise. Yeah, that's that's so enough. I can
2: do all my stuff, read all my newspapers, go what? to the gym, eat uh, breakfast. And be ready. And be ready. To have Mark for lunch. <laughs> and then I go home and collapse. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. Yeah, all right. Well, you got to have a lot of energy. You have to
1: rest up for those grandkids. They can take a lot yeah, of it. Yeah, boy, they do. And uh, you are listening to, let's see, Joe McGranahan is with me. I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show. I portray a very bad liberal on the radio, but uh, we would invite everybody of all political stripes to
2: contact us. And You're a ta- bad man, Mark. Betty, very <laughs> <baddy> bad man. <laughs> tell us how they are. Who d- who did that? Was that that who- was on uh, Seinfeld. Oh, uh, okay. Babu got <laughs> deported okay. after Jerry oh, didn't man. give him his notice. So I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's right. Didn't tell
1: that he was, he was right, who's due for a out. hearing, right. <laughs> Okay, yes, yeah, strange things like that can happen. All right, well, we would invite you to participate in our show. Our sponsor participates by funding the show, and that is the Sunbury Motor Company, so we very much appreciate them being on board. We would love to hear from you today. Most of our callers are good conservatives, but we'd love to hear from some good liberals, too. Well, so. we have some liberals out there. A couple, yep, yeah, not as many, but maybe that's in proportion to their general presence in our area at all. Right, uh, if we were doing the show in Philadelphia, I would be
2: roasted every day. <laughs> it, it's a national have. Joe for lunch today. Yeah, all right. Hey, we... incidentally, do you okay. remember with all of the outrage that the liberals you were speaking liberals mm-hmm. had? President Trump's dealing with all these. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Horrible right now. people, these terrible leaders, these uh, you know despots. And now where's Joey Biden going? I'm sorry, President Biden going. He's going to Saudi Arabia to a man he called irredeemable, <laughs> and now he's going to beg for oil instead of letting us drill our own i mean this is pathetic it well, really is pathetic what is the what do they call it leadership void
1: <laughs> uh, no, vacuum it, uh, <laughs> s- um <laughs> When you have to actually lead, you know, talking is one thing, but actually leading is another. Well, that's
2: true. I, I don't know. That the, I can't think of the exact word you're right. reaching for there. But Leadership something. <laughs> I can't. Well, hear. I mean, it's, it's a difference between... Reality bites. How about a, that? Well, it's the difference between having a, the ability to take a pot shot without it costing you anything and then actually having to deal with the problem. Mm-hmm. Now Joe Biden has to deal with the problem. Right, the actual issue. And, but he's created the problem. I mean, that's that's the whole issue here. He has created the problem. Well, Joe, which he's trying to blame everybody else for doing. Look at the bright side. What's Kamala the bright Harris side?
1: Re- reiterated
2: over the weekend on Face the Nation that he is definitely running again. Oh, I'm so thrilled. <laughs> Are you uh, happy now? I was really excited over the weekend when he started reading the instructions off the teleprompter, repeat the line twice, end oh, of quote. Wow. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Isn't that funny? No, that's sad. That's like a President Trumpism. And who was it?
1: President Obama used to read from a, a teleprompter and used to stick in the notes that they would stick in, you know, they would do it in parentheses and lowercase and say, like that, you know, read right. that line twice. <laughs> He would read that. Whatever was on the teleprompter,
2: I think he Jerry, would read it. Either Jerry Ford or um, George Bush did that once. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's easy to do, but right, you know. <laughs> your mind is focused on the presentation and people that are
1: in the room and so on. So. The
2: question becomes whether you're a good sight reader and you have read the material before or not. If you've read it before, you should be familiar with it. If you haven't read it before and you're trying to sight read it off the teleprompter, that can be a different hairy issue. Well, and President
1: Biden is, has had some cognitive decline. He's you know still as sharp as some eighty some year olds, but uh, honestly, I think you ain't eighty. I, I think this is a great chance for folks. To uh, to wonder, you know, do they want four more years? This is a good time to ask that question. It certainly would be unprecedented in the U.S. to have a president that old. But I think globally, we've had well. O- then older the United leaders.
2: Nations, and now the United Nations arm. I forget which one it was. I heard in the news this morning. Declared our southern border the most dangerous border in the world. Hmm. But President Biden insists it's closed. (laughs) Well, it's
1: half closed. It is half closed. All right. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on onthemark at com, and you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Stan is standing by. He often calls in early as an angry man, and his fellow angry man is next. So... Uh, Eric is next, but uh, Stan has the floor. Go ahead, sir.
3: It's too early to be angry, but give me an hour or so, Man. Then I'll. <laughs> uh, Biden, Biden has an oil problem. He, uh, you know, he's been denigrating the oil industry since uh, I don't know the campaign in 2019. he started in 2019, and now it's coming home to roost severely. But that ain't why it's really cold, except for. When when did he uh, say that he was going to release a million barrels a day from the Strategic Oil Reserve? Was it April, somewhere in there?
1: Mm, Certainly May, anyway.
3: Yeah, somewhere in there. But, you know, last month, in May... No, I guess it wasn't last month. It was last month, June. But in May, come to find out... Now, this is a Reuters report. So we know it's no you know, right-wing whack-job organization, correct? Because it's Reuters. They reported that almost a million barrels of the strategic oil reserves was sent to China because our fine leader put the oil out on the open market instead of keeping it in this country. There was over 5 million barrels distributed total between Europe and China. And the company that bought it for China is uh, a company that Mr. Hunter Biden is heavily invested in. No. Now, they, now well, that's a question yet, Joe. They say the White House says that he divested that in, uh, investment, but the Chinese company itself doesn't necessarily reflect that. So, what's going on there? Do we got a little quid pro quo going on with uh, you know the Chai Coms and, and Joey Biden? Possibly. I want to know. Possibly. You know, and I, I know there's smart people here that have all the answers that. Uh, will call in and say, well, it's a global market. We have to put it out on, you know, that oil out in the global market. No, we don't. It is United States of America's strategic oil reserve for America's emergencies, not the world's emergencies. And what he's doing is, in my opinion, treasonous. I know they won't do anything about it down there in D.C., but that's a good start for impeachment hearings.
1: Well, maybe you know. the next president will undertake that, though. I mean, he's not off the hook.
3: <laughs> well, that is true. You know, you can you can impeach a guy and try him after they're out of office. We've come to find that out. So, yeah, but uh, things are things are a little strange in this w- world with this president because I think his his son's getting rich off of it because of that deal. Now they they'll say no, it's that's not happening. But I don't believe him. I you know just don't believe him because okay. I think they've okay. been lying to you. Don't believe one. President Biden.
1: Come on now. He said <laughs> He said it.
2: That should be enough assurance for you.
1: Right.
2: Well, no. they don't call him yeah, Lion no. Joe Biden for nothing. They don't call him that. You call him <laughs> that.
3: No. Well, it's, it's been proven fact. I mean, he is a plagiarist, so that's a form of lying, if I am correct. You know, when you plagiarize other people's speech and speeches and use them as your own. No, but that and was years ago. That was years ago. Lied.
2: That was years ago. He has lied in the
3: past about his education level and his uh, ranking in his classes when he was in college. He's lied that, and he continues that. Well, I don't know if he has lately, but in his campaign, he did continue that lie. So, you know, Joey's a proven liar. And we are living with the consequences of no, that right
2: now. In fairness, let's be fair. President Trump was a proven liar, too. <laughs>
1: that is, well, that's
3: what they tell us. Well, but, that uh, is not he, yeah. that's consolation. He is, I understand that Trump stretched the truth sometimes and exaggerated things because that's his personality. I understand that. And I don't disagree with that. But Biden has been proven a liar, and, and he's been doing it daily. He tells us the economy is in great condition. The border's closed. Those are flat-out lies.
2: Yeah, okay? they are.
3: So Did he say I, that I the border was the closed? Left. Yes, he, he said, said the border you was know, closed. Biden is clean no. as the wind-driven snow.
4: <laughs> Actually,
2: I would say he's as clean as the wind-driven slush. <laughs> that's been driven on and some of it's After yellow
3: it's fine with it right <laughs> yeah some of it's yellow
2: all right stan thank you I so much i heard a great line call. last night uh, this is off the topic but you might enjoy it stan someone said that olivia ocasio cortez is so stupid she had to study for the covid test
3: <laughs> I think I've seen that somewhere, but I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> Joe,
2: seriously, I said that was on the network news last night. Commentators,
1: right. oh, really? <laughs> yeah,
5: right. All
1: right, welcome to Towel Slapping Radio, folks. Thanks for listening. Thank you,
2: Stan. Towel Snapping Radio. Hey, All people right. said a lot of bad things about Republicans. I'm just repeating something someone said bad about a Democrat. Right, breaker. right, and lower yourself. Is is that is that? There a, you're is not, no depths to which I will not sink. You're not going to say like <laughs> sticks and stones will break our bones or anything like that. Like I a,
1: didn't say it. I was quoting some remarks. All right. Uh, yeah. Nobody ever said anything bad about President Trump. That's for sure. No. All right. They all said <laughs> wonderful things about. Right. Him. Especially the Washington Post when they compiled <laughs> the list of twenty-five thousand lies. lies. Right. All right, Eric. Thank you for waiting a short time. You are on the mark.
4: Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. I will agree with Stan. It's much too early to be angry, but it's never too early to be passionate. As far as Joe's latest remark, uh, offhanded that someone said about one of our Democratic leaders, apparently this show has now hit rock bottom and started <laughs> to take. Oh no, we've been lower than this.
6: <laughs> I didn't say so, I um, agreed with it. I just I said someone what said, said chat it.
4: About today is to talk a little about some of the accusations made against some of my comments last Thursday. Um, I'm, I'm here to set the record straight. I've been forthright with my my background and i'll continue to be uh there were some very troubling calls if if these calls actually reflect what people think here in the southwest valley that it is better to remove all medications from children all medications from children uh but continue to allow uh older children to have assault weapons and that that if people believe that that's very frightening now that was the gist of what I got from several of your callers last Thursday. Of course, I'm limited in the amount of time I can call in, so I'd already used my extra minute. And I'll hold that, I think, today, I just kind of refute things. But the truth of the matter is, I was also accused of being one of those state people handing out medication. The truth of the matter is, uh, when I was unit manager in Harrisburg, one of my projects I was responsible for was collecting data from all of the children and youth agencies across the Commonwealth on the amount of medications that were being given to children also underneath the auspices of those programs and all the steps required and requiring them to do everything possible to make sure those children are off some of those medications, reduce those medications or at their very minimum had to be seen by a specialist, a psychiatrist, to remain on those medications. That was one of the projects I had towards the end of my retirement i'm in agreement that that we oftentimes over medicate our kids but here's the facts guys we if you're under the auspices of children and youth right we either have a troubled child or a troubled family can we agree with that
2: no i i in think 19- that makes sense yes. i'm not going to argue that yeah. point with you
4: okay so can we also agree that we're not going to possibly be able to fix in the short period of time all troubled families or all troubled kids here, let's just say here in Pennsylvania. It's going to take a while if we ever can because we probably can't because there will be a constant where society is. And I've heard about, oh, these, these kids aren't bad kids. You're just The parents should have uh, oh, you know, spanked them. Or, it, uh, you know, Joseph actually used the term from the uh, Old Testament, brand them. <laughs> and that was his exact word. Here's what, here's what we can do.
1: You're going to brand we can, kids? And
4: statistics point out that we can reduce... Assault weapons shootings of our children in school by 66%. If we somehow keep these guns, these instruments of death out of these kids who are troubled kids, mixed up kids, whatever. Okay. But what, 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 what was, I heard last Thursday was they're saying, no, let's take away all medications from kids, but we'll still allow them access, everyone access to guns from 18 to 21. Does that sound like a a right-thinking way of looking at things
2: well, you know, I, don't you really think that depends on the person? I mean, I'm sure there are mentally unstable eighteen-year-olds, but they're also very responsible eighteen-year-olds too. I think it's the person that counts, not the not just the general, you know, brand everybody or paint everybody with the same brush, Eric. I don't know how you do it. I mean, I agree with you in, in, in given the number of bad incidents we've had involving people under the age of twenty with high-powered firearms. I, I agree. It certainly there's certainly an argument to be made for taking. Them away from them, but on the other hand, that's penalizing kids or young men and young women who are responsible enough to handle it. It's tarring them with the same brush.
4: And we have kids who apparently be able to handle alcohol under age same twenty-one and responsibly, no, but we not. still don't allow them to until they're twenty-one. <laughs> them with the same brush. We still don't <laughs> allow them to have handguns until after twenty-one. And there's kids responsible because we know that the incidence is high and the chances are too great. We're trying to weigh one against the other. So again, to protect our kids, again, sixty-six percent of the kids shooting our kids shooting kids in school, sixty-six percent are under age twenty-one. Would we would we look at this as, as a compromise to help protect our little ones?
2: It's not a mixed metaphor.
4: That's not a good idea for anyone under age twenty-one to have an assault. Weapon.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. And just so Mark knows, it's not a mixed metaphor. It is an actual quote. <laughs> okay, it's a common common phrase. <laughs> Talking with the, from the same forties. So. No, all right. But so, but, but you know, I, I think that there is a, a problem to solve here, but I don't think it can be done in in a such a general way, though, Eric. I mean, I right, you can't just unmedicate kids. <laughs> I know young people who have
1: uh, been uh, grew up with some involvement in the medical community and psychological community and had fabulous care and monitoring and support and and parenting, and yes, some sort of a medication was part of their upbringing, and that that whole uh, spectrum of assistance they received was literally a lifesaver for them that was, really helped them get themselves uh, moving forward in a positive way. So, you know, I, is it possible we're over-medicating kids? I certainly think you can make that discussion. We can have an argument about that if you want, but to, to say, okay, well, Ritalin has ruined our society. That's that's why we have all these disassociated kids that are doing school shootings is silly that's why that's it's just as silly to say that uh, an AR15 causes bloodshed you know just just ridiculously untrue so I I think if if you want to examine medicating kids I think that's do so on a case by case basis but to say our society's fallen apart because of you know uh, left wing Democrats uh, over medicating kids and sending them into schools just doesn't
2: work. Oh I thought that was you were making an excellent point. Oh I thought you
1: wanted to interrupt (laughs) me and
2: did No I I was waiting very very patiently and very quietly until you finished listen the thing that bothers me about, about this is this one-size-fits-all mentality. You know, we, we look at kids today and we say, we ask a lot of them. We ask teachers to teach them morality. We ask uh, the school district to be responsible for feeding them, practically clothing them. You know, so kids, kids don't grow up with a sense of responsibility. I think they grow up with a sense of entitlement in many instances. And maybe because, and I've heard people say all these video games, they have a lack of respect for human life. Uh, is there something to be said for that? Well, a lot of parents just have a kid, and then just let it grow up
1: on their own. They never really provide or really recognize that they are the leaders and the teachers and the mentors, and that what the child turns into is partially the responsibility of their own and the result of their own doing. One of our listeners sends us a text, Joe, lower right-hand corner. says, AOC is far from a Democratic leader. Can <laughs> well,
4: I, I continue my call, or am I off now? No, you're, we're you're discussing
2: on. this with you. You well, brought up a... An well, interesting have, point, and we do a discussion program
4: here. Uh, is that what that is? Great. Um, I will, because uh, my time is up. I'm over time. Of course, you guys talk for three minutes. Of but the we're, not cut, Sorry, we're, we're not cutting, cutting you off, me.
2: Eric. You're spending more time saying we're going to cut you off, and we haven't. <laughs>
4: <laughs> been, he, was, he wasted <laughs> his, last his last minute. last minute telling yeah, us we're going to cut him off. Are, the two, the, the two um, greatest um, commonalities of these school shootings are this assault-style weapons, and and people under 21 committing murder of our school kids. All right? We, we don't allow, again, I'll keep saying it, and you'll keep, you'll keep ignoring my point. We don't allow drinking under 21. We don't allow handguns under 21. We know that these kids are committing mass murder with these weapons. Why in the world aren't we also saying, you know what, this is, just like alcohol under 21 not a good idea, just like handguns under 21 aren't a good idea. Assault weapons under 21 are a good idea Because time and again, and we have brought this up on this show All these laws, these red flag laws Are not working Our kids are still murdering our kids So let's, we can't prevent them You know, we can't just take them out of society until they're 21 But well, we can certainly take away the weapons they're using The instruments of death they're using Out of their hands, at least on a legal basis So people like that father, the last one Who signed off on his son Even though there was a troubled kid there Probably I don't know was using a pawn between him and his. I don't know, but all I know is as a result of what happened, the commonality we had someone who was yes twenty two I think, but there were seven people dead.
1: Okay. All right, we now we're cut cutting you off.
2: You off. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Thank you. I appreciate it. You guys have a great day.
1: You hey, too, you Stan. Too. Thank Eric,
2: you. brother, I'm sorry. Much much appreciated. <laughs> you know, Stan brought up a point a couple of times on the show, and, and it touches on what Eric was saying, that this th- we, we say the system has failed, or Stan says the system has failed. But in this case, the case of the Uvalde shooter, hasn't it failed? He posted all this dangerous and frightening stuff on the Internet, and we're finding all the time that uh, the folks at uh, Twitter and the folks at uh, YouTube. What's not YouTube so much, but I guess, but uh, Facebook. Or Facebook and TikTok. They're always banning people who seem to be conservative. <laughs> but yet th- this guy, he's right. posting horrible things, and no one has flagged it. And uh, someone said the Uvalde Police Department, I'm sorry, not U- it's not Uvalde, I'm thinking of, it's the la- the last one now. In Highland Park. Highland Park. The Highland Park Police Department failed. They had interactions with this kid. They they knew he threatened, what, he bought all these knives, they confiscated all those knives from him. And then they, his dad they threatened intervened. People, and then his dad lets him buy guns. I mean, how could that not have shown up somewhere? Well, could we...
1: It would would making the the age to own and use and uh, buy an AR15 up to 21 would that help in some way I mean you could certainly consider that because um as eric mentioned you can't do certain things until you're 21 so uh, an AR15 is like a military style rifle right. so um you know, is is that too young for that? I, th- I think you could make that Good argument. Point. It's not a normal hunting rifle. You know, maybe if you could make normal hunting rifles uh, still eighteen, uh, that way you know a younger person could buy well,
2: one. Well, what what legitimate use does an eighteen year old have for that kind of a weapon?
1: Same thing an adult has: uh, collecting, plinking, target shooting, protection, home protection. You name it. Same same reason: self protection. But
2: uh, nothing else it, it would it may do. There would be the, no other way that. He could achieve those goals (laughs) short of having a high powered assault weapon. Got to have a
1: gun, Jim. <laughs> All right. 1-800-795-9565. We'd love to hear from you. I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, we talked about the Ford Mustang with the V8 last week. Yes, the mileage is <laughs> the best. It's in the upper teens uh, in the city when the V8's uh, humming. But uh, let's switch channels here. Let's go to the Ford Mustang Mach-E. Uh, you cannot pay more than $70,000 for one. Some of them, most of them, are right around fifty, which is the going price for vehicles. There are electric Mustang Machis that they would be more than happy to build for you in 2023, and the Sunbury Motor Company would be loved to put your name in queue and get you uh, ready to buy. And it is just like the iconic muscle car, the Mustang, except it's electric. It uses no gasoline at all whatsoever. It's got all-wheel drive, about 270 to 370 miles on the range. Just depends upon uh, which vehicle you buy, and also the 240 volt home. Charger takes about ten hours to charge it up, so uh, it's an eighty-eight kilowatt battery. Lots of folks are doing the uh, comparison now. It's got absolutely everything electric, all kinds of warnings, automatic uh, pedestrian detection, and emergency braking, and it's just a super vehicle. And it's uh, the blue cruise on it. That system's available helps you uh, find the electric places around you so that you can charge up if you if you're going to take a five hundred mile trip in your Ford. Mustang Mach-E, you got to schedule some time in between, a little bit of downtime, and it'll tell you how to uh, perform that as you travel from place to place. So, the Mustang Maki put your name on the waiting list at the Sunbury Motor Company, SunburyMotors.com. There's
7: something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area.
0: News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email Mark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe. Yep, I'm here. Have an okay weekend. Yes, sir, I did. Thank I you very much. I already asked you that. On the mark. Oh, that's right. The last time I Deja said Deja vu that. all over Again. You snored.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: aren't getting enough sleep. Do you ever wear a Fitbit or some other sleep monitor? No. Okay, so nothing like that? No,
2: no, no. I just sit down in a chair and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Try to read. I read a book and I'm out. <laughs> on the mark. sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company.
1: Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at mark at com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Believe it or don't, we've talked about gun control, uh, President Biden in office, and uh, some other topics. And medicating kids came back up again, so uh, we can talk about that. Or, or another topic. It's an open day, so we'd love to hear from you. We talked about President Biden reading the uh, par- parenthetical lowercase information from the teleprompter recently, so thus making him... The, the latest anchor man I think we anything. should
2: definitely discuss the fact that he's facing backlash this morning for a tweet posted on his Twitter account that blamed Republicans for the country's economic woes well he's now blamed everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody but him. In, in, in what way are Republicans responsible? Well, he's saying that they, the his exact quote was, let me see here, Republicans are doing nothing but obstructing our efforts to crack down on gas price gouging, lower food prices, lower health care costs, and hopefully soon lower your prescription drug costs. This is not right, and that's why this election is going to be so darned important. But he ignores the fact that when the Republicans were in charge of the White House, we didn't didn't have inflation. We didn't have high food prices, you know. No. But he assumes no responsibility. Someone else did it. He has blamed the meat packing industry. He's blamed Vladimir Well, we didn't Putin. have
1: the avian flu outbreak but, at know, that time either. We didn't have the war in Ukraine. Here's Let's see. What we gets didn't have me. the second half of the pandemic. I mean, I think you could argue that things have changed. You also didn't have, what is it, $5 trillion in federal dollars pumped into the economy. Well, he pumped it in. Waisley. You're right. He participated. Yeah, <laughs> no argument. There. Oh, no, he shares blame. And there's no, no argument there. But, but I he accepts none of it. I don't yeah, I don't think Republicans are solely responsible for any of this. And I honestly think that uh, this is, we're never going to get anything done. You know, you talked about the abortion. We'll never have any solutions. We'll never, you know, resolve the abortion issue or gun issues or any of these issues. Because everybody just wants to stake their claim. And they just want to be in charge. It's a power thing. and It's uh, political. Until somebody goes to Washington. And we, we have no one there now who's interested in that actual compromise and solutions, except Henry Kissinger. He's 99 years old. He did an interview over the weekend. I think it was with the BBC. God, I thought he was dead. Sounds as good as ever, too. He did a really super job. I guess he has a new book out. (laughs) That's That's a a new book. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. Let's see, 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number. You can email us at on the at and text us at 70236. I have to do brief news headlines, but Vans has been kind enough to do that super early, call in to get first in line. So we'll do Van's call, and then we'll do the news headlines. Van, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
8: Good morning. Just a comment on Eric, when Eric said about the commonality, one of the commonalities being the guns. And again... I can't believe people can't get their minds wrapped around. It's not the guns. It's the murdering piece of garbage that has that gun in their hands that has absolutely no respect for human life.
1: (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. You say you have no respect, or this gun person has no respect for human life, as you refer to other humans as pieces of garbage?
8: (laughs) Any any man... Any man I don't care what age that takes and shoots people indiscriminately and, and takes their life is a piece of garbage. I guess you. you don't uh, I don't understand you either. Do you think that's a normal thing or do you think that person's a piece of garbage?
1: No, 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 no. It's just because you're religiously fixated and call in about grace and forgiveness and love and say, Oh, but there is one individual who's a piece of garbage. I've got to talk about them today.
8: Like you don't that's why God has a hell. Because people that murder people go to hell. Uh, And if I call a murdering piece of garbage, you know, you you call people names and stuff, and you're you're a religious person too, at least you claim to be. But I'm, you know, back to the topic, you can be distracting, you on this, but the fact of the matter is people that kill people aren't fit to live in our society. That's why we have prisons. We remove them from society because they're not fit to live in society because they are pieces of garbage and if that offends you i, I don't understand it i think it talk to the families that
1: lost <laughs> it does not offend me i, I just notice it. it sounds funny for for folks who uh profess love to call in and say well we've carved out some pieces of garbage <laughs> for whom we have no love but anyway we digress that's not why you called in please go right ahead that's-
8: Let's not digress. Let's let's stay on that. So, what what would you refer to these people as? Wonderful, wonderful people.
1: Uh, I would refer to them as criminals. I think that would be good. I think the individual had some mental health uh, interaction in the past. Certainly needs help now. He's going to need a good lawyer and a you know, wide range of other tasks. But again, that's not oh. why you called. You you want to oh. talk about these uh, human garbage people, garbage men? So tell us more, please.
8: You know, they're they're pieces of garbage that deserve to be removed from our society, and it's I don't understand, Mark. You you try to you try to, to uh, make me look bad as a Christian. <laughs> it's a conversation.
1: It's, Nobody looks uh, bad without your permission. If you think it looks bad because we're conversing about it,
8: I just I just think again, Mark. You you come from the ridiculous aspect. You know, if you want to if you want to call this person a great upstanding human being. I I would refuse to do that. Anyway, my question is, what what are the influences that made this kid do what he did? And that's something that we ought to look into. You know, this kid had parents. This kid went to public school. So it all failed. You know, we've all seen pictures of this kid. You know, the the kid tattooed all over the place. Now, is, is that bad? Is he a piece of garbage because he has tattoos like that? No, he's a piece of garbage because... He took and killed how many people? What's the count up to now? Seven. shot how many people. Seven. Seven. Okay, so he's he's a murderer. He's a mass murderer. And sorry, Mark, that I offend you because again, it's the hypocrisy of the. Not lab. offended.
1: <laughs> not offended.
8: It, <laughs> no, it just it just shows that, that you you want to try to call me out because I call some murderer a piece of garbage. That's that's bizarre. But the hypocrisy is someone like Eric that is for abortion. And yet, he wants to blame guns. That the gun that was in his, his hand of this murdering piece of garbage. That the guns the problem. The guns the commonality in this. No, the, the commonality is we have people that have absolutely no respect for human life. I was in Philadelphia the last few days, and there was a murder that took place right up the street from where I was at. There, you know, there's, you know, all kinds of crimes take place. And why is it? We had teenagers that beat up a 72- or 73-year-old man, and later he died from the beating that he took from teenagers. So what's going on in our society? What's, I mean, we didn't have this stuff going on back in the 1960s.
2: Well, it can get worse, too, Van. I'll, I'll stick my two cents in here. Did, I don't know whether you saw the video of the uh, convenience store clerk in New York who was uh, being assaulted, viciously assaulted, by a guy who uh, was def- supposedly taking up for his girlfriend who claimed that this clerk stole a bag of potato chips from her. He slammed the guy into the wall, the clerk into the wall. The clerk picked up a knife and defended himself. He stabbed the guy, and the guy wound up dying, and the crazy DA in New York charged the clerk—
8: yeah, it's it's insane. I mean, we have a right to defend ourselves, and it's you know the the whole issue. It isn't if we have more gun laws. And, and look, one guy did send in an email or text about over in Japan, where had the former prime minister was assassinated. And you talk about a country that has gun restrictive laws. It's Japan, and yet somebody managed to get a gun, get close enough, and assassinate this guy. So it's never it's not an issue about the guns. We could pass laws till. You know, whatever. And there's all the ones that are going to obey the gun laws are the law-abiding citizens. Yeah, that's, that's true. A, criminals don't care. Murdering pieces of garbage don't care. They'll indiscriminately shoot people. And, Mark, you know, I hope this never happens to you where you lose a family member because somebody decides just to, to just lay out a bunch of gunfire amongst people and happens to kill one of your loved ones. And maybe you'll feel a little different then. And maybe maybe you'll look at it a different way. And instead of, you know, like you say, about nothing ever gets done in D.C., well, it's because common sense is out the window, and people want to bring in things that make no sense at all, just like you want to argue that I'm bad for calling this guy murdering a piece of garbage. But that's what he is.
1: No, I didn't call you bad. I I don't think you're bad. I think you're certainly a good caller, and we appreciate your wisdom. And your religiosity certainly helps uh, flavor all of the things that you talk about. So uh, I don't think you're bad. I I simply pointed out one irony in a quick sentence. That's all. If you don't see it, maybe it's not there. There's nobody else that's going to comment or talk about it. So I just made a little
8: quip. That's all. Listen, when God, who is a God of love, has a hell where he is going to put people for eternity, it may seem... I it's contradictive but God is a God of justice God is a holy God and God will judge sin and people that murder God says be not deceived neither murderers or whoremongers or sorcerers or, or idolaters have any part in his kingdom they will go to hell and a loving God is a forgiving God but if someone does act like this and they're so filled with hate and stuff they decided to go against the laws of God God has a place for them it's called hell and that may be offensive to some people, but that's who the true God
1: is. Just uh, It's just irony, that's all. You sound like a strict follower, but you sound very unforgiving, unloving, and very judgmental. But that again, that's just me. As you've pointed out, I'm not the most commonsensical well, part, person part, in the world.
8: God, God forbid that it ever comes a day when, when he would have a loved one. Right, old,
1: right, if somebody in my family gets shot. Would. Yeah, you said that that's before. A, all right, very, wrap up, very, sir. We'll give you another quick 30 seconds. Go right ahead.
8: I don't, I don't need another quick 30 seconds. I just find it ironic that, that you would make an issue out of something when, when I call in to talk about someone who, who committed mass murder and you want to attack me because, oh, I'm religious and that's the irony of it. I don't see the irony of it. I see, I see the, the fact that God is a holy God and God is a God of justice and judgment. And if people are unrepentant and the murderers, murderers like this, they go to hell. That's where they go. And that's not ironic. The irony is not there with God. The fact is that God will judge
6: sin, and God has a heaven and a hell.
1: <laughs> All right, we got you, man. Thank you so much. I didn't make a big deal about it. You spent six of your eight minutes talking about it, not me. But that's your prerogative. It was your eight minutes, so you're free to talk about it if you wish. Uh, Trish, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for calling in. Glad to hear from you. Thanks for calling.
5: Okay, good morning, Mark and, and Joe. Um, love to listen to the show. Catch it most days. Um, Just a comment on humanity. Every individual is created by God in the image of God. So I'm not saying that there aren't people who are evil and bad. (laughs) But they are created in the image of God. So we have no right to slap God in the face by talking about another human being. We can condemn what they're doing. And we need to make judgments about that, but not the person, not the person. Well,
1: and I think being judgmental is a human condition. It's what we do. So, you know, to come up with uh, name-calling adjectives to describe individual, I think that's just part of our plight that, uh, you know, we we are quite capable of put-downs, crossing the road to get to the other side so that we don't bother or so that we don't have to deal with certain things or failure to reach down and to help or right. but I, whatever. I'm,
2: I'm going to defend Van for a second. When I think of the misery that this man caused, this young kid caused, he left a two-year-old child without parents. You know, when I think of what that did to that kid what the rest of his life is going to be like, knowing his parents were murdered. I can't not feel like this guy was a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I can't. Well, you rarely see evil so well manifested like you do
1: in him. Right, I agree. Trish, an additional... And, and
5: that's that's exactly what it is. It's evil. Right. There, Right. There's righteousness and then there's unrighteousness. And I think too often we point at people... Instead of the situation, and it's like Republicans against Democrats and mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, mother against daughter, you know, that whole bit. It's people against people. I don't think it's so much people against people. It's, it's values against values. And some people don't have any good values. I don't know if they've not been taught or if they've just been mistreated to the point where they're so, so hurt and, and hateful but something has happened in humanity
2: and up oh, we're losing you Sorry, you're, you're breaking up we have a, another call a little... coming in but i don't think that's interfering with you can you, can you still hear us up oh, i guess She's lost up no, oh, there, oh, there, there she, she is. is good
1: <laughs> well, hold
5: mankind okay it, it,
1: Trish, we, we lost the last 20 seconds of your call, so you get to repeat that real quick, if you would. Oh, oh we're still losing you. Yeah. Trish, uh, l- look for a stronger signal next time you call back, but very glad yeah. to hear from Thanks you. Thanks for calling. Yep, do, Sorry we Do lost stay you in touch. All right, we're going to hit the break. we got calls coming in. Right, we are uh, talking about what uh, garbage... People, garbage men, one eight hundred seven nine. Not the ones who pick up refuse. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> I think hometown. they have a different
2: name today, right? One eight hundred
1: seven nine five
2: nine. engineers. Right.
1: Up. Oh, the lines are lit. All right. Email us at on dot and text us at seven zero two three six. We'll be right back. <laughs>
2: Welcome back. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. Says, Van can say his beliefs about God. However, not everyone believes in God or heaven or hell. Death could just be the end of life. All right, Eric, you get 60 seconds and not a second more. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark.
4: Uh, I think Sam needs to define, for me, at what point the troubled kids become the piece of garbage. Uh, (laughs) You know, kids do stupid things. I said that time and time again on this show. Their brains are not mush, as people quote me. They're plastic. They're still in development. And I'll make one final comment here. Um, Back in the early 80s, Joe, you probably remember Mark, probably too, a lot of states around us had drinking age of 18. New Jersey is one of them. I know I went to Susquehanna University, and a lot of kids in Jersey were drinking by the time they got there at age 18. But as a nation, we decided that wasn't a good idea. Why? Because we saw the high proportion of these kids getting drunk and killing people with vehicles. So we made it a law that you have to be 21 to drink. We're now seeing the same evidence with kids using these use uh, these, these weapons to kill fellow kids. We need to save them from themselves. Let's take the law and make it age 21. I'm going to compromise. I'm a gun owner. For if age 15. Fan, I will say I am not pro-abortion. I am the point where we have to have some exceptions, like the 10-year-old girl in Ohio, obviously a rape victim who All has right. to go out of state to get an All abortion. Right. Otherwise... A fan, other would say, "Oh, let's just have that All right. annual. We got, you, Eric.
2: We got you, Eric. Yep. you. We got, That's so your minute. We got three much.
1: other calls pending. Thank you, Appreciate Joseph. It. You are next up. You are on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
6: Am I on here? Yep, or no. Joseph? <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, You're yeah, welcome. I want to comment on what Van was saying. Um, I'm sure that Van would agree with me that if that murderer, who now is in jail, that piece of garbage. <laughs> that if he would that repent, that man would forgive him just as well as his heavenly Father would forgive him. He's not consigned to hell uh, right now. I mean, if he in, a, in the unrepentant stage, yes, he is. But if he repents, he can be saved just like uh, Van or I or you or anyone. In fact, uh, I myself was a murderer. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the Bible says if you hate somebody, you're a murderer. Oh. And I remember when I was a teenager, I was hitchhiking, and a big black guy got out of the car and come back and really worked me over good. And I hated him. I wanted to kill him, uh, but I didn't have guts enough to do it, and I wasn't strong enough to do it. He was He was just kicked out of the Marines. And uh, But anyhow, I hated him uh, with a passion. And uh, so I, I was a murderer. Uh, and uh, But here's the thing, too. I think, uh, Joe, you said it about me. You said that Joseph, one, in one of the calls I made, uh, he talks about forgiveness and how he should feed, he would feed his enemies. But uh, homosexuals, you know, he, he, he hates them. No, I don't. I hate their deeds. I hate an adulterer. I hate a murderer. I hate a, a liar, a fornicator, a bank robber. mongers. Right. A hornhopper, yeah, okay. such as I was. But here's the point: I've been forgiven, and if they're forgive- if they if they repent, uh, I would welcome them with open arms. But as long as they continue in that state, that's the problem here. Well, let me they're ask you this question, in Joseph. A state of,
2: Joseph, of, uh, how do you know that? Well, how do you know sexuality
6: that homosexuality or lesbianism, or murder or whatever it is, they cannot be forgiven? How do you there know is.
2: that? How do you know that he hasn't repented?
6: Well, that's what I'm saying. But I, I mean, you're willing to, to condemn him, but he you is. don't know. He repents. See, if he repents, I would never call that. I'd call him a saint. If he repents, i I welcome him as a brother. I don't call people brothers that aren't born again. Uh, that's, a, that's a big mistake that Christians make. They call people brother. And they're not really born again, blood-washed, spirit okay. believers. And so I, I, they're not my brother, if they're not. Uh, but if you are, you're my brother or sister or what have you.
2: So there's nothing you're that... you're
6: accepted into the family of Yahweh.
2: There's no crime <laughs> so heinous that you can't, in the last minute of your life, decide that, hey, if I repent, I'm going to be saved. Uh, you know, whether it's... There is, there's
6: one crime. <laughs> What's that? That is blaspheming the spirit of Yahweh. Oh, okay. If you blaspheme his holy spirit, there's no forgiveness, not in this life or in the one to come. That that That's that's a no-no. Even the Savior said that, not me. That's always speaking. You cannot blaspheme the Spirit and get away with it. You can speak bad about Yahshua, and you can speak bad about the Father, but you can repent of that, But you cannot blaspheme the Spirit. That sin will not be forgiven. It's the unpardonable sin.
2: Okay, well, let's hope nobody's done that today. Thank, All right, thank you, you so much. Hello.
1: Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in, uh, Daniel. Or, or no, sorry, Al is uh, next up. Go ahead, sir.
2: Okay,
9: Jesus' word is uh, was covered today in my readings, and he Jesus even said a be uh, father against son, mother against daughter, <coughs> and so on and so forth, and then God, in the old part of it, you know, tells us how we can end up in hell. And then Jesus came, comes back, and he can save us from all that through the grace. And repentance is all part of the grace. And if you're a true believer and, and really feel Jesus and can feel the Spirit come down upon you, um, you know the Holy Spirit is with you when you say these things. And uh, we're just trying to help people. I don't hate people. I hate what they do. I don't hate the Catholic Church, but I hate what it did. I love all churches and everything that God gave us to love. But when they start acting up, then I, you know, I want to help them, and I don't want them to go to hell, because I want them to be my brother, and I want them to be my sister. And I don't want the world to be divided.
2: Well, our our caller, Joseph, has defined the Catholic Church as the great whore of Babylon. You buy into that? Well, I don't
9: think it's perfect either, Joe. And I told him I don't think it's perfect, and if you still want me, I'll I'll join your church. But I let them know before I joined, I don't believe everything they say, but I think it's the... the, the thing I was looking for to fellowship and, and find God and further my faith.
2: No, but the point I'm uh, trying to make is that some of our callers believe that if you're a Catholic, you're going to hell because that's a bad religion. Well, <laughs> we're not
9: going to judge, any, I'm not going to judge anybody. I'm going to say, I see the sin, I'm not going to judge you for it because that's not my job. We, you know, we like to say that's St. Peter's job. Well, the Bible says judge really, not that ye be not really judged. God's job. <laughs> and, uh, our, our job is to, like, Jesus came. He didn't come to help these people that, you know, know it all. He came. He didn't come to help the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He came to help the sinners like me. Well,
2: what about the people who, mean, don't, who don't don't believe? I've in, what about well, the non-believers? This, that
9: murder, everything. I'm a whoremonger. <laughs> I've been involved <laughs> in a murder. I've been, you know. Uh, and but I. This, this sounds know, like I True Confessions Day on the show. And forget it.
2: Joseph's a murderer you're a murderer and a whoremonger. <laughs> this well, is <laughs> yeah
9: yeah because Jesus says if you think it you've done it
2: the last time I heard that expressed it was a fellow by the name of Jimmy Carter who said he'd <laughs> lusted after in his heart after the women he saw in Playboy
9: well there you go and that's disrespectful to look at that book like that and lust after that woman that's a sin that's just as bad as murder all sin is the same in God's eyes.
2: So there aren't smaller sins and bigger sins, there's just sins. Well, there well, are in your you church. Can,
9: you can call them white lies or... or
2: venial sins? Venial
9: sins. Small face lies. sins, yeah. And, you know, we we like to categorize everything, but, you know, <laughs> God's black and white. You're the, you're no the accountants. If you're gray and in the middle, he's going to spew you out. So... <laughs> Get it right, people, and and you'll go through life a lot happier.
2: Spewing you out would that be the equivalent of going to hell? Yes, that's okay. The, you only see, you get well, spewed yeah. down. Yeah,
9: okay, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> and it's black or white. It's hell and heaven. You know, and we pray there is no hell. And as far as you know, taking guns away from eighteen-year-olds, they're the ones that save our country. You know, <laughs> you want to take the guns away from them and send them overseas? There's a lot of eighteen-year-olds, and I think. You know that's a divine thing too, because their frontal cortex is not completely developed. and uh, that's a damn good thing because they got to do some awful stuff. but they will be saved. and uh, and Billy Graham saved a lot of those guys that had to do that awful stuff in Second World War. And I was raised around three guys that went through all that stuff and killed thousands of people. I know what I'm talking about because they taught me.
1: Okay. All right, we got End you. the story.
9: Thank Thanks you very much. much.
1: Thank you God so bless much.
9: everybody. Bye. Thank
1: you so much, sir. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Dan, you'll have to stand by. We are going to hit the button. We'll be right back, but we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565.
2: You okay, buddy? I just looked at Tom's comment. He says, is Yahweh a competitor of Amway? One eight hundred. You're going to hell for laughing at that. One
1: one eight hundred garbage. I've been told to go there many times. One eight hundred seven nine five two. Am we?
2: No hell. Oh okay.
1: One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five.
2: All right. We seem to be on the subject of mankind, humankind, and Dan wants to continue that theme. So Dan, you are on the mark.
10: Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, Joe's just- like to comment on your horror of Babylon? You know, as an individual, it's up to you to be saved. The whole it, when you, when Joseph mentioned the Catholic Church, yeah, they they're in trouble. So is the Protestant is equally the horror of Babylon. I'm not, and I I suppose I'd be identified more with the Protestant. Although, they're all identified as the Whore of Babylon. But we, as individuals within that, we choose or whether we want to be saved or not. It's our choice. And I don't know. I know that Tom Landry, Cal's cowboy, was a Catholic, and he was saved. He wrote a really beautiful book. But he was saved. In spite in spite of his religion, which religion has nothing to do with it, it's your belief as a pers- as a person. But anyhow you get the point, Joe. It's not that he was that Joseph was picking out the Catholic as the whore also, the Protestantism. No, I, I think
2: he was. I think he was pretty much picking <laughs> he up. He was pretty <laughs> much doing uh, it. <laughs> but you're you're
1: a faith what a person.
10: What do you think about? I'm saying the Protestantism is equally the whore mentioned in the Book of the Revelation. Where do you they, stand
2: on the Where do you stand on the uh, Masons? Joseph well, doesn't like them either.
10: Uh, it's a uh, <laughs> It's a false... It's an organization that doesn't... It's not a Christian organization whatsoever. They have a false god. Although there are... I know a Christian that belonged to the Masons, and...
1: I think that's a requirement. he left
10: it because he seen it wasn't a real Christian organization. He saw they had, as you know, a false god at the head of it. But anyway... The, 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 the worshipful master. I guess that's
2: what he. The worshipful master. You mean?
10: Yeah, that kind of thing. It's a cult. It definitely. Is oh, a it's cult. not a cult. If <laughs> You belong uh, to it. You can be saved in spite.
1: Right. Of belonging right.
10: Belonging to it, and a lot of people leave it once they learn the truth of the holy Scripture. Okay. <laughs> Trish made a statement. I want to comment on. She said, "What happened?" To mankind. I'll tell you what happened. They had a fall back in the Garden of Eden. And therefore, we were past, every one of us received a fallen nature. From that time on, a spirit within us that couldn't connect with God. That's why the scripture says he must be born again you have to be born again by the Spirit of God and that enlightens your spirit that you can communicate with your Heavenly Father again. So that's the trouble with mankind. He's born lost. And just you
1: know, keeps descending. <laughs> it gets worse from there. You he had to poke somebody, didn't <laughs> you? <laughs> yes, yeah, so we poked the bear. All right, Dan, anything yeah, else to you, add? Yeah.
10: You, you have any questions?
1: No. Uh, we'll yes, pass. I have one quick question. Do you ever refer to evil people as garbage?
10: Well, I see nothing wrong with it. They, they can, okay. Once they start to murder, they become garbage. They're down that level, yeah, okay. Because, if, yeah, that... They can be redeemed before <laughs> they murder or as Joseph said after if they repent get saved but they they become garbage by their own doing Jeez. because of their fallen nature that they were born with okay but who knows' where a lot for of punishment us, today. right where right. we would right. be right. if we didn't get saved who knows any one of the saved people could have done equally. One of, our good
1: listen- uh, one of our good listeners, a person of faith, says they're not actually garbage; they're worse. They're actually uh, well. Let's what shall we say? Sewage.
10: Well, they could be excrement, you know, they effluent. Be, they, ju- they can be saved if they right. see the light, but a lot There's of hope. them are so in the darkness.
1: All right, we uh, got you, Dan. Thank you so lot much. Some of
10: them don't get saved. Thank you, you know, Dan. By the blood of Christ. Praise the Lord. There's a way
2: out of the mess, but. You got to do go it.
1: Okay.
10: Thank you, Dan. Culture. Dan, we got to go. go. We got two other wise. calls
2: pending. Thank you, though. We appreciate
1: I your call. You
10: guys have a great day. You too. Yeah, Good you too, Dan. Thank you. Thanks for calling
1: in. Thank you. All right. 1 800 795 9565. Chris, thank you so much for calling in. You are on the mark.
11: Well, I'm, I think I'm on, in search on the
1: mark. Well, we have a good atheist calling in now, so you can change. The, you, this will be the pivot point.
11: No, oh, no, it won't. <laughs> uh, God gave you a choice, so I think the women should have a choice,
1: too. Okay, well. I don't
11: see why you have to make laws against it. God gives you a choice whether to sin or not.
1: Okay. Right. Right.
11: So. Let women have a choice too. Okay. And uh, the Exodus thing that uh, Mike or whoever it is calls up, keeps talking about, he said he didn't know where that other stuff came from that I talked about. That was in this, some of it was in the same verse, verse 21. Others of it went up to verse 25. So if he wants to find out where that came from because he said he did not know, all you have to do is read something besides one sentence. And the sentence that got him so excited was, somebody gets put to death for killing a woman, uh, 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 for killing, or for uh, injuring, killing the fetus when a woman's with child. And he really likes that. Phrase with child. The Bible I was reading just says pregnant, of course, but I think he was in the King James Version. But I'm not sure which one says with
1: child. All right, what else? What else you got?
11: Oh, and if people want to have, unless those people believe in religious, America should be totally Christian. Which they do because they believe everybody should be totally Christian. They're infringing on my right to religion too by trying to make make uh, America a Christian right, imposing. Don't they understand
2: that? Well, we have two other calls coming in, so maybe they're going to change the topic.
11: non-denominational country that welcomes all beliefs, including atheists. That was intentional. And when you try to make American law Christian law, you are not honoring America. You are defacing America.
2: How do you do that, Chris? How do you how do you make
11: American law Christian law? AOC for no particular reason except you think it's a funny joke, even though it's a recycled old joke. It goes back. Probably 30 years but That's
2: not the question I ask you I ask you how do you conflate I, those I've two talked,
11: It's a statement I'm making Then I'll answer your okay. question
2: Alright, well you made your statement I'll answer my question
11: <laughs> Okay, then you're the one who's the problem
2: Because
11: mm-hmm. so there is nothing that AOC has done To show <laughs> she lacks intelligence You might think some of her views on things are stupid But she certainly is
2: not No, she's pretty smart
11: So why make a joke like
2: that, Joe? And now, are you going to answer my question?
11: What was
2: your question? I know it's been so long ago; I forgot. I, you said you had. I can't answer it. You said if you don't conflate uh, religious, uh, you're not honoring America. If you try to make your America's laws religious laws, I'm asking how you do that.
11: How you do that?
2: You said it. I'm asking how you accomplish that. In other words, what are we doing to make Christian laws American laws? I don't think we are.
11: Well, the people who call up, if they don't have a non-Christian reason for, for uh, why we should have a law against abortion... Then I don't think they're really, honestly trying to convince us, except by convincing us that because Christianity says so.
2: But Chris, can't you can separate? Can't you separate Christianity from morality? Isn't it possible that it's a moral issue for some people? Has nothing to do with their religious views.
11: But the, then, then give me a moral argument. Don't give me the Christian argument of God says so, and that's why I believe it.
2: Okay, but most of the if people give you a moral. That's believe
11: it then that's not a moral argument, that's a biblical argument. See what I
2: mean, Joe? All right, but what I'm saying to you is that I you think know, that you most...
11: You understand the distinction
2: there. I do, but most of the people that okay. I... You're not going to la- listen to me, are you? Most,
5: I am, I am. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go right, ahead. I right. I agree with Joe. Of
2: most of the people who make the argument make the argument that murder is wrong, and they consider it to be the murder of an unborn child. Now, other and people say, it, not, not,
11: say... Would you let so me finish? They, they, they I know you're not... It's, you,
2: uh, it's amazing how you want to talk, but you don't want to listen. It's, a, you know, you look at the people who say, all right, this is not not a a religious issue with me, this is a moral issue, I don't believe it is morally right to kill an unborn child. I don't believe the morality is there to say that a person should end what's potentially a human life. All right, go ahead, Chris.
11: Yeah, I I really resent you cutting me off there, Mark, or whoever did it, because I thought he had paused. And he had made his point in the first two sentences. Why those the last three sentences were necessary, I still don't
1: know. All right, I'm garbage for having cut you off mid-sentence, sorry.
11: No, you're not. You made a <laughs> mistaken <in> judgment. <laughs> Thank Liz, you. Mark.
1: It's a daily thing here. But anyway. Please, you,
11: please, please don't be silly. You
1: have the floor. Go right Can ahead. Cut
11: out the silliness, will you?
1: <laughs> Frivolity, we now, call to it. to
11: answer the question, yes, make a moral argument. But when the moral argument for 90% of the people that call up against abortion, their moral argument against abortion is because it's in the Bible.
2: Mm -hmm. All right, so which argument do you give the most credence to, the religious or the moral argument, or don't you give credence to either one? Well, I would think that they both I, I have... Give
11: some to it. I, I, I don't think killing a fetus is something you should do lightly. But I also don't think it's something you should... I, I think there's an equivalent... There You have to weigh in the equivalency of forcing a woman to have a child. Just because she got sex and got pregnant, I do not see that as a moral reason to force a woman to have a child.
2: So the woman who made a decision, and I I, I like the the idea there's been a proposal that men be required to provide child support from the moment of conception. I I don't disagree with that. If the alternative is to abort a human life, then I'd say make the man responsible, because it still takes two to tango. But the woman made a decision to participate in that. Why should some innocent third party suffer the consequences? But the woman should be making all these decisions. The third party isn't a
11: human being.
2: Well, it's not going to become a chimpanzee.
11: No, it's a potential human being, and it's in a woman's body. And a woman might just be a uh, pregnancy might be particularly hard on her for health reasons, and all sorts of other reasons. Maybe she's just psychotic about it.
5: Mm-hmm.
11: Nobody well, suggests you have to have a good reason.
1: All right, Chris, we got to hit the road, but thank you, Thanks sir. For- Take care. No hard feelings?
11: No hard feelings, but I wasn't trying to interrupt him. I was saying to tell him to go ahead. I didn't realize I was interrupting him. I was apologizing to him because right. I thought he was done, and then you cut me off. You, you, you can't hear And why that would bother me?
1: Yes, absolutely. I get it. I okay, already apologized once. I'm not going to do bye. it twice. Thank you, sir. <laughs> thanks, Chris. All right, got to hit the road. Uh, we got callers standing by, and we got to hit the brakes, So we will be right back.
7: You can shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook, Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf.
1: All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone
2: Talk Show on the Mark. Uh, let's see, upper right hand, two things that are on there. I'm not certain I understand this one. It says, why was the Bible changed from the Old Testament to the New Testament? Because of sleeping with who you want. Okay. Whoever you want. Whoever you want. Okay. Again, Eric, murder is still illegal no matter the weapon. Yet here we are. There are still murderers. (laughs) And, Eric, if Biden is telling the story about a 10-year-old rape victim, I have doubts about the truth of it. Yeah, I have never, I've never heard this fact-checked.
1: I know the president said something about it, but I don't—maybe it is true. I just haven't seen the
2: facts of it myself. Okay, and then uh, read the next one. John Browning experimented with making a lever-action rifle into a semi-action in the 1800s. It's not the gun. It's the sick people that's the problem. And then uh, the semi-automatic firearm has been around since at least 1903, possibly earlier. If they were a problem, they would have been a problem then.
1: All right, let's hit the phones. We've got two minitors on board. Joseph is first with one minute. Go ahead, sir.
6: Yes, I'd like to clear that up uh, about me saying that the Catholic Church is a great whore of Babylon. <laughs> Brother. Uh, I'm not saying that. Revelation right. chapter 7, the word of Almighty Yahweh says that. It says, it's all in capital letters in your Bible, Mystery, Babylon, the Great, the Mother of Harlots, and the Abominations of the Earth, Drunk with the Blood of the Saints, and the Blood of the Martyrs of Yeshua. Well, you have five major religions in the world, Hinduism, Islam, Judaism, Buddhism, and Christianity. Drunk with the and Blood of the only of who? one, and I've studied them all, that we are commanded to come out of is uh, apostate Christianity, And Luther said this, he said, Set fire to the synagogue, speaking of the Jews, that God may see that we are Christians. He was following mother's footsteps, that is, the Catholic Church. He was a friar in the Catholic Church. And then Hitler later on said, I'm only carrying out the 1,500-year work of the Catholic Church. That was a quote from Adolf Hitler. And uh, we know the Inquisition, the Crusades, how she's drunk with the blood of the saints and the martyrs of Yahshua. She right. bringeth us Easter and Christmas and all these pagan holidays. And, oh, and oh and the Jesus love. just <laughs> refreshing. <Yeah. of Friday. laughs> the, the first day the of the, the week. She's the mother of harlots. I of hate pagan. to and interrupt the, the
1: hallmark. hallmark. We, we I'm the sorry, mother Joseph, of harlots or whatever. I hate to interrupt the hallmark moment you're having there. But uh, <laughs> uh, one minute is up. And, of course, she can't. And the dilemma, as Chris pointed out, they can't hear us on the phone. Uh, they Speaking
2: of Drunk with the Blood of Martyrs, here's Al from Nori.
9: Al's got three uh, answers for the questions of the discussion between you and the caller that we're on the phone with way too long. Um, Women do have a choice. That was one of the questions. And their choice is their choice. But let it be life, if at all possible. And then third... And least of all is, if you, you know, want to follow Christianity, whatever you want to follow, as long as you feel as if you're in contact with the Holy Spirit that's guiding your speak. Because I lost the third one, um, and that's the most important part. And you have to live with that. You have to live with your choices, and God gives you that
2: right—free okay. will. Okay. All right, thank not you so arguing much. that point. Thank, thank, you. thank you, Al. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. well said. Holy then smokes. our friend Larry G says, "Good morning, fellas. I don't have time to call, but I've been a Christian for sixty-four years and a thirty-second degree Mason for thirty-eight years. I am proud to openly admit both relationships. I suggest Dan and Joseph both read Luke six thirty-seven. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. And that signed Larry G from Richmond, Texas. I mean, we got some judgmental followers in the world today, <laughs> and in the room, I might
1: add. <laughs> Who me?" <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) No. Are you drunk with the blood of the Me (laughs) for for judging Van. Oh, okay. uh, uh, Just pointing out the irony.
2: Okay, sir. Thank you for a great show. You're free to go. Have a nice day. I guess I'm of the live and let live category. I think everybody's faith is personal to them. And, you know, they're the ones we're all going to have to answer for our beliefs Mm -hmm. at some point in the future. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I read the
1: Old Testament Um, and the New Testament. I got... ...stuck on this forgiveness and grace and love part. Other people get stuck on the... Uh, convic- ...the convicting part. So, <laughs> hey, where there's room for everybody out there. Thank you so much, everybody, for participating and listening and putting up with me and enjoying Joe. And uh, we're going to be back tomorrow. Jeff McCausland, CBS News military analyst, checking in tomorrow. We're going to be talking about the Gulf War Memorial in Washington, D.C. This is OK Sunbury.